This is Now Serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. And welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. It's the podcast where we spill and serve the tea. The tea, of course, being the truth or our versions of it or whatever we want it to be, quite oh frankly. Oh, my God, yeah. We live in a wild time now, and we can basically just do what we want. There are no rules anymore. Nothing makes sense. Nothing. It's, you know what? I <laughs> Can we put the kettle on? We have so much tea to spill this week. So much. Just, it's crazy. Like, it's this has been... We just before we hit record, you said the last time we recorded, what what was it? March seventeenth. March seventeenth. It was St. Patrick's Day, and at that point, um, anxieties were running high, and I was on day eleven of quarantine. I would now like to everyone to know I am on day sixty of quarantine. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes. Okay, this is huge. That's Mm -hmm. insane. Like I. Remember like listening this? back, I'm like so foolish, <laughs> like, <laughs> idiot. I'm like you, idiot, to myself. You know, <laughs> just remember all those like memes and stuff from like week one, and then people were like, imagine like when we're at week like ten or whatever, mm-hmm. and now, mm-hmm. now here mm-hmm. we are. Still. I know I'm on week nine right now, so I understand. It's so um, easy. You know what? And it's really interesting because for me, I've been keeping this tally just because that's what I do. I do things like this, you know, mm-hmm. I'm very mm-hmm. like, whatever. But when I thought about it and was like, oh, I've been at home for two months, it really hit differently for yeah, me. Yeah. It really, I was like, oh my God, I've only seen these four people for two two months. I haven't mm-hmm. seen anybody. I haven't left my neighborhood. I haven't <laughs> gone anywhere except for the grocery store and when I first got sick to the doctor. Right. And that's it. I haven't done anything else except for this one time. I did go to the LCBO with the children's wagon and loaded that <laughs> <Actually>. bitch up. <laughs> I didn't know about that. I knew you went oh, to yeah. the LCBO. I did not know you went with the, the wagon. That's amazing. Yeah, the children's, like, you know the red wagons? Yeah, those, like, yeah, plastic yeah. ones? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I did, and now, because we live in 2020, and it's like safety, and you know, the wagons when we were kids, it was like, it falls over, you fall out of that thing, like, Mm -hmm, whatever. Now mm -hmm. there's like little seatbelts, little seats for the kids, whatever. I'm like, damn, like, these kids are like, bougie. Anyways. So did you bring it into the store? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolled it into the LCBO. Chris, it was like supermarket sweep, okay? I was like... (laughs) MK, and for those of you that are listening that are from outside of Canada or Ontario, LCBO yeah. is like where you buy booze. It's our okay. liquor store, yes. Yeah. Booze it's, they only sell beer, liquor, and wine, so it's Perfect. government controlled, whatever. I rolled into that bitch. I was like, ah, like peeling around the, around the aisles. I was like, excuse me. Like, honestly, the wagon was overflowing with Mill Street Stop. Organic beer. Shout out to Mill Street <laughs> Organic, a local, <laughs> a local Toronto brewery that's like actually quite popular in Canada. And so um, White Claws 
Chianti and like multiple bottles of this is how I knew I was like super basic is when I had to ask the man and like kind of like lift up my mask because he couldn't hear me me being like are you all sold out of the Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio and he was like no it's chilled because we sell so much of it to like and I, I know he said it with his eyes like basic bitches like you I'm like yeah you know what this is a goddamn global pandemic I will be getting multiple bottles anyways that's that was a big day as you can see that was a huge day for me in the last two months (laughs) but okay so have but this was for you and two other adults in your household yes so are you Steph doesn't really drink that much like she'll have like a beer here and there if we're doing a puzzle or it's Mm -hmm. like Friday night and we're like whoa like let's all split a beer like it's not really I really have realized I haven't been drinking enough during this process anyway same yeah I I, I don't know what I expected the opposite for sure I was like Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm." nothing else to do but yeah the opposite for me well, and and I think that just speaks to which what we were going to talk about in this first segment, which is that you and I have been so busy, which I think it's, is really different than a lot of other people, right? But we in in we've talked about this so many times too that like, well, it's like it can be like frustrating and like mm-hmm. like borderline on burning out. Like I do still yeah. feel like so fortunate because i mean if, if if you're not busy right now like chances are maybe you you don't have a job or or like we got so lucky and yeah it's interesting we were talking about like the areas that we're in like i, I did not go into <laughs> this profession or this work and this kind of industry you know expecting that oh one day there'll be a fucking pandemic and you in communications i'm sure you didn't go into this <laughs> being like oh this is the best place to be if there's a pandemic i don't know correct me if i'm wrong no and it's it's really true and i've said this to a lot of people and i can't remember if i said it on the last episode but i remember when i was in pr school my teacher saying because at that time all the newspapers were just going out of print like it was around that time where everything was moving to a digital platform and it was such a, a a a huge shift much like we're experiencing now obviously differently but it was so different and and you know all these journalists were losing jobs right that was like the huge thing like newspapers were going to business magazines whatever all moving to digital and i remember my prof saying because i was like is there going to be jobs for us as communicators like how are isn't technology just going to replace everything that we do and it's actually gone quite the opposite way and and he was like if you can write well, you would be shocked at how many people can't write properly. If you can write well, you will always have a job. And I was like, really? What? And so I was like, oh, recession proof back, you know, in 2000, whatever it was, eight or when the huge recession happened, like the whole shift from printed digital survived that. Like, And now apparently it's also pandemic proof. So I'm like, well... If you're looking for a job that will 100% burn you out, but is also quite fulfilling and rewarding, <laughs> I recommend going into PR and com- communication. <laughs> Who, you just yeah. never know. <laughs> and for it, you. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, HR and, and talent. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm very fortunate mm-hmm. to be at a company where we're, all, where we're still hiring and things are uh, growing at this time, which is that's, nuts. That's which is so just nice to nuts. see. Um, yes. 
but um but yeah just like you said it's insane like I don't know about you, but I've talked to other people that I work with and, and actually people that I don't work with as well, too. And it feels just like the hours from like four till like 9 p.m. just disappear. Like, where does mm-hmm. that time go every day? I have day? no idea. I have no idea. I actually feel like I have way less hours time. in a day than now. Like, how are you feeling the same way? Yes, I do. Why? And you know what I think it is? <laughs> I think it's actually because we're all working remotely, those of us who are working, those of us who are working remotely. <laughs> um, because in my situation, there's a lot of people who still have to go into work every day, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, working remotely, like your boss is like, hey, can you jump on and do this? And they know that you're at home. <laughs> you're not anywhere yeah. else. Whereas you're like, hey, I'm on the subway. I can't do it. Like... I think that there was that understanding that, oh, yeah, you're going out for lunch, so that's fine. Oh, and you're on the subway, so you're unreachable. And, like, oh, you're out for dinner, so that – it's just, like, these chunks of time that are allocated for other things. Yeah, yeah. And that actually belong to you. And now it just feels like the days are running into themselves and, like, it's just a really crazy experience. I I don't know. It's just – it's I have no I can't believe that it has I'm in my ninth week it's just unbelievable I think like, yeah I, I mean I would have thought I was in like three weeks in if you had asked me if I wasn't keeping track and that's a big reason why I did keep track you know <laughs> I know I've lost track I think I was like a few days mm-hmm. after you or a week after you mm-hmm. which is just nuts I like yeah how would you feel imagine like imagine somehow there was a, a vaccine that was announced right now and it's like tomorrow morning everyone gets one how would you feel going back to work like what would yeah how would you feel would you be excited would you be like scared knowing that you were safe like no one could get it anymore I would be excited to like get properly dressed and do my makeup and hair and wear a nice outfit and just see people and like get a coffee and like (laughs) You know, just like a nice coffee that I didn't have to make for myself or like a nice meal that I paid someone to make for me, you know, which and granted, I'm in like an an incredible position at home where I am because like we're all doing cooking and Mm -hmm. like usually honestly, most days like a meal just appears in front of me and I'm like, I don't even know how this happened. Like somebody cooked (laughs) somebody on another floor of this house cooked this and like, I'm just so grateful. (laughs) Thank you. You know? Um, but yeah, it, I, I would be excited to go back to work, but overall, like, I think I could work from home. I just would prefer to be able to go out and do things of course. on my own time. Yeah. It's less about the working from home. I'm actually quite okay to work from home. It's, I just want to go out for dinner and like order champagne. Honestly, Chris, <laughs> when this shit's over, I'm going to get so Gatsby. Like it, get, yeah, get... I'm going to spend a lot of money. <laughs> A lot. I've talked about that too, too. Like, I'm like, I, I, I've already like planned, like, I think where I want to go for dinner, like want to go out for drinks, just want to, to, to celebrate, Mm -hmm. like to the, 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 even being able to travel, like the, to, to book a trip, like you can't do that right now. Um, I know, which whatever, this is all, all stuff that. Yeah, we'll get to do uh, eventually. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting you say that. So you said to, like, to, to get dressed up and go to work again. What's your situation 
like do you prepare for work every day like do you have a routine or is it kind of just like hey i'm i'm making sure my face is presentable so that it can go on a video chat or like what Mm -hmm. what do you do the first few weeks in, I was very committed to a routine. And then I was like, why am I doing this to myself? I don't enjoy this. And I don't want to add any more stress to my an already stressful situation. Yeah. And it's interesting because I have I know I've told you this in conversations that we've had, although we weren't recording. Um, as much as I have been like, I'm fine. This is fine. I'm happy to work from home. I'm safe at home, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm grinding my teeth so badly that like when I wake up in the morning, my jaw like is locked and all of my hair is falling out. Like it's scary how little hair I have. Oh my God. <laughs> like what's happening? Oh my God. I know, which is why I'm like, I need a salon. Like, like do like inject me like with whatever like thing you need to put in my scalp to like make my hair grow back. I don't care, but it's like scary. Anyways. Um, this is this is scary. Okay, sorry. Yeah, continue. and I have something yeah, to tell you just, right it's after just, this. It's just interesting the way that stress takes a toll on your body physically, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. much as you like will yourself to be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? The body doesn't lie, is what I learned. Um, so get this. I have to tell you. Okay. So um, okay, this I, I've been pretty good. Like. Okay, when I say, like, get ready for work, like, normally I'll wear, yeah. like, jeans to work every day. And, like, right. it's all right if I want to wear a hat to work. But, like, I I have this thing where I don't like wearing sweatpants. I'm okay with wearing them, like, on the weekend if I'm at mm-hmm. home or if I'm going mm-hmm. on an airplane. It's just, I don't know why. But those mm-hmm. are, like, the situations where I'll wear sweatpants. Mm-hmm. I wore sweatpants, quote-unquote, to work yesterday for the first time. Uh-huh. Um. And that was really weird. Like that was like a, a, a growth thing for, for, for me because like I, I have a hard time being as productive if I don't feel like kind of dressed in something that I would wear in a physical right. dress. I know you it's know what? mental. I definitely change out of my pajamas. Sorry, I shouldn't say definitely. Most days I change out of my pajamas. <laughs> Last Friday I did wear my full cheetah print pajamas the entire day just because I was like, it's casual Friday. And like, I just love these new pajamas that I got. Pandemic purchase. Um, yes. But like, yeah, I do change. It's not like a formal, like, but my office was downtown Toronto on Bay Street. Like I was wearing blazers and pencil yeah, skirts yeah. every day. Okay, like fair, I'm not gonna, fair. so I'm more, more so wearing like, I'll put on a pair of jeans or just at least change into leggings, you know? Okay. Um, but I'm only on camera like once per week and I've only put makeup on once this whole time. And it was for a photo shoot that I did a pandemic photo shoot <laughs> <laughs> with my tiniest landlord Harper. You may recall we were matching in our Gucci uh, t-shirts and our gold chain. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> I do recall. But I do. I do change. And like I said, in the beginning, it was very focused. I was like, okay, I'm going to go walk. I'm going to do 10,000 steps per day. Well, and then I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, I just need to like let up a little bit so I can actually enjoy my time. Like this isn't supposed to, I I was too militaristic my approach, I think. And it just, ever since I kind of was like, well, I'm probably gonna, like, I'm definitely not going to be able to do 10,000 steps every day. Like that's unrealistic. I'm actually setting myself up for heartache and failure. So (laughs) once I kind of let all those things go, um, and just focused on controlling what I can control, I've been a lot happier. Let me tell you. 
crazy. But yes, they do change. And I can't wait to like put my clothes on and go back downtown yeah. one day. One day. You know? Hopefully soon. And I have to tell you about the sleeping thing. This is weird. And okay. if anyone else out there has experienced this, please let me know. And of course, like mm-hmm. I like I'm so paranoid. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is it. Like I, I've yeah, I, I overthink everything. Um, but I've had two nights so far where I've like woke up and I'm like a cold sweat and mm-hmm. I'm just like, and then I can't go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Um, but like my mind is like racing, but on nothing in particular, like I've tried to like sit there and focus on like, Hey, like, what am I thinking about? Like, why am I awake? It's nuts. It's the most bizarre thing. And I've never had mm-hmm. this happen to me before, but it's happened twice during this and it's weird. Your body does like play weird tricks on you. Um, Certainly. You may recall that earlier this year for fun, again, I was like, wow, I really took for fun for granted (laughs) before all of this. For fun, I listened to this like 18 hour audio book on how stress affects the body like physiologically. I remember talking about this. Did we talk about it on the podcast or I think we may have. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. And it's just about how like trauma and the various degrees of trauma that people experience on a day-to-day basis. Um, Your body like hangs on to a lot of it unless you actively work to deal with it and like work through it. Like your body will just harbor all that stress and trauma. And I was like, oh, that's why all my (laughs) You know, it's just very, anyway, but you know what? I really can't complain. I'm in a wonderful situation. I'm still employed. Am I tired? Yes. I'm like, I feel like I need to take a vacation, but it's just so, it's, it's, it's so like demoralizing and kind of disappointing because I was supposed to be in Europe this month. You know what I mean? So... Um, but I'm happy to be safe at home and yeah, I agree. And I think too, like everyone is dealing with this differently, right? Like, right. It's, it's not like to, to be working this much, like, yes, like you're very fortunate. I'm very fortunate to Mm -hmm. still be working, but like, we've both talked, like we're working far more hours Mm -hmm. than, than we normally would be. Then you, you know, mm-hmm. we're not getting outside as much. Like, mm-hmm. there's less breaks. It's, it, I mean, of course it can make you go crazy. We've talked about, like, no, actually, I'm not even going to say it. But, like, people that are in, like, confined spaces for a long period of time don't do well. Like, um no. And so it, it's normal that, like, your brain would start to, to kind of yes. do crazy things. So, yes. Uh, I know. It's really, you know what? I really, <laughs> I watched all of the seasons of Jersey Shore is what I did. Amazing. It was an excellent coping mechanism. You know what? I really was like, I have all these shows I've been meaning to watch, Game of Thrones, whatever, that I haven't seen. And I like put five seconds on. I was like, this is too stressful. Like, it's just too stressful at this time. I can't. I need something that I literally will numb my brain. I've never <laughs> been able I to get fall into asleep. Game of Thrones. I've tried a few times. I can't do it. Uh-huh. I get it. I get it. Well, and it's just more like, you know, those other shows, these like really high intense, like cliffhanger type shows where you're like, oh my God, I need to watch the next one. And 
you're just so emotionally, nope, I just needed something like mind-numbing, dull, dense, stupid. And I was like, why not rewatch all of the Jersey Shores? And it really helped me through a really tough time. <laughs> do you know, okay, I, I get it. I sometimes do that just with The Office, like in the background. Yes. That's yes. the go-to. One show I would highly recommend, and uh, Andrew um, from Super Good Question uh, podcast yes. recommended this uh, a while ago uh, because I, I love the morning show on Apple TV yes. Plus. Um, so two suggestions. If, if y'all haven't watched the morning show, I would highly recommend watching it. A Steve Carell fan, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. He plays mm-hmm. two very different characters, though. Like it's Like, it's not even like it's the same actor. Oh, yeah, um, he's fantastic. So fantastic. Oh, my gosh. And I want to see Space Force. That's coming out on Netflix with him. Did you see that? Lisa Kudrow's in it as well. It's about, like, Trump's Space Force. And, like, it's it's a comedy about it. We could Can't go wait. on and talk about that for a while. But anyways, Andrew suggested watching uh, The Newsroom. It's, um, it's three seasons. It's an HBO show. Mm-hmm. So... Um, on Canada, you can watch it on Crave, and then I don't know where you'd watch that in the the US. In the States, you watch it on HBO Go. Okay. You haven't seen the newsroom before? No. Oh, it's like why I live for PR journalism, you know? Okay, but it, yeah, there were some really cheesy episodes. But so yeah, you yeah, yeah. watched it then? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I, yes, I'm highly invested. Hello, I'm I'm like a comms PR person. Like, of course. That's why I love like that show. I loved the morning show. I love Olivia Pope show, whatever that is. Like, you know, she's a fixer. I love all those kind of shows where it's like, what's actually going on behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Again, that would be too stressful for me right now because that we're oh, living through that right now. That's what the actual newsrooms are like virtually right now. Virtually, yeah. You know? But, mm-hmm. okay, th- I think the reason I liked it is because it, like, took me back because I'm like, oh, it was a much more, I don't want to say simple time. That's not the true but it's like oh i know what's happening in these events i know what's gonna happen yes but yes exactly you know that there is an outcome yeah you know it's not it's the uncertainty of this that really is uh tough i think for a lot of people very very tough um but listen i need to issue two apologies because that's what i do okay i own up to my mistakes shit okay What's going on? The here? first is an apology on behalf of the two of us. We're sorry to all of our listeners. Yes. Actually, we're not sorry. I'm trying not to say I'm sorry. I'm trying to say I'm thank you. Thank you instead. Whatever. Uh, thank you to everyone for uh, understanding. <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a thing. It's like don't say you're sorry. Instead of saying like sorry, I kept you waiting. Say like thank you for waiting. Oh, you know? okay, okay. Okay. So. Let me retract. I only have one apology to issue. The first <laughs> the first thing I would like to say is that we would like to thank our listeners for understanding that you and I had to prioritize our own lives and selves over the past approximately 49 days <laughs> since we <laughs> since we last recorded a podcast. I think this is the longest or second longest uh, hiatus we've taken. Um, but again, I think it's really important to prioritize your mental and physical needs at this Mm -hmm. time. And you and I had, had met many times to record and we both just 
you know, and there was multiple times where we had both said to each other, like, if you're just not in the mindset, if you're too busy, if you need the night to relax, if this and that, like, do that. It's yeah, more yeah. important. So thank you to everyone for understanding. Yeah. And thank you for once again tuning in and telling all of your friends. You know what, though, just, um, just to add to that, too, though, like, I think, yes. um, and we talked about this this past weekend, but I think one of the coolest things about doing this podcast is, like, we do genuinely have so much fun doing it and putting mm. it together. Yes. Um, but like you said, like with all that's going on and, and I think everyone listening to this can probably relate, like you just feel drained some days and it's like, Hey, like why would we bother recording something if we're not giving this our best and like truly enjoying it? Right. Um, and, and yeah, so I, I don't know. It, it feels so good to do this. So every time we're chatting, like, this is so awesome. So happy that it's we get to so do this. It's so good once you're in it. It's like going to the gym where you're like, oh, God, I just don't have the time. And then you're there and you're like, whoa, this is awesome. And I'm so glad that we did it, you know? Yeah. Um, My actual apology is – I and I don't recall exactly what I may have said in the last episode, but it was something <laughs> along the lines of, like, I will be judging people who don't emerge from this like better people. Not, you know, more or less, like, how are you going to spend this time? Like, I just, I've really come to realize that my tolerance for, like, whining and, like, unproductivity is really just, like, unacceptable at this time. Like, <laughs> a lot of people are going through a lot of really hard things. Yeah. And so, not necessarily I want to apologize. I guess I just want to clarify that, like, if there are a lot of people who are really suffering right now a lot whether they've had someone die from the virus if they've lost their livelihoods all sorts of really horrible devastating things and i think um and even people like you and i like it can still be really hard on those people so i do want to acknowledge that you know just because i'm the type of person that's like i'm just gonna grit and like grin and bear this and like get through it and put my head down and like work through this and and just like not let it get to me. I mean, even though all my hair is falling out, um, not everybody is like that. So I just did want to like say, I apologize if that was offensive to anybody, but, um, again, that was a different world <laughs> six weeks ago was, or whatever that was. was seven weeks ago. And, um, I think too, just like, I want to give a, a, a mini shout out to, to like all the parents at home. I would say like, even like single parents at home with, with kids right now, plus mm -hmm. that are, are working remotely or, or that are not working to like, that's a whole other thing. But like, I don't know. I, I work with so many people who have kids at home that I know are, are also pulling or they're pulling their hair out. Um, they're probably losing it too, but like, just because like they're having to like make sure their kids are like doing virtual classes or whatever, plus trying to do their, their full-time job. Like that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Super um, hard. So yeah, like shout out to them too. Like I honestly, like yeah. I have, I think, yeah, we can talk about our situations, but like everyone has such a unique kind of stuff mm -hmm. they're dealing with. It's, it's mm -hmm. crazy. So I know. I know. And you obviously, know. like, my two tiniest landlords are home. I'm quarantined with them. And so Harper is one and Felicity is three. And they need constant attention. You know, it's not like it's not like you can just be like, okay, go outside and play. And, like, they're fine. 
you know what I mean? Like yeah, you always yeah. like their parents are watching them constantly, and I'm just like, that sucks. Like they don't really get a break, you know? It's uh, I don't know. It it I imagine it must be quite difficult for them, so and even for me, like there's some days where I'm like, not that it's not that it's comparable, but. You know, I think we've all been on like conference calls and stuff where you like hear people's kids and stuff in the background. Like this morning, I was on a conference call in Harper. I was holding her and she like hung, hung, hung me up and I was like hosting the call. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, you know, so just things like that that I was like, whoops, okay. It's just, you know, these things that happen. But I think it's actually really nice how people have been so understanding. Like, especially parents, like people who are parents understand that there's like, that's like a serious thing. I don't know, man, this really, after seeing all of this, I'm like, I just, I just don't like my desire to have children is completely evaporated. you know, I just see how (laughs) tired my cousins are. I see how tired they are. And they're always just like, we're so tired. Oh my God, this is so hard. I'm like, yeah, I have no, like, I believe you. I do. And like, I have no desire to do this now. Like zero, you know? So my heart really goes out to people. I was talking with one of, can we shout out my friend Kelly? Oh, my friend Kelly today, I was chatting with her and she was, and she was, um, she was just like working from home and having a toddler. I'm like, I understand. Like I, I, I'm in very close proximity to people who do that. And it's very difficult. Um, my hat goes off to you. Like, and I just can't even imagine being like a nurse right now and like having a family. Like, what do you do? I it's anyway, it's a whole other thing, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm like my, again, like my whole complaint is like my hair is falling out and like, I want to go out and drink champagne with my friends. So if this (laughs) pandemic could just end, no, I'm kidding. I know there's a lot more to that, but I guess that's our update, you know, like that's what we've been up to. That's the I think we've, this, this has kind of reinvigorated now that things have normalized a bit, like the shock, the shock value initially of (laughs) this, there was so much change so quickly that it was really hard to commit to anything for a while, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now that this is kind of like, this is our way of life until further notice. Um, I think we can commit more to this now and it's really reinvigorated our commitment to this. So we'll see you all next weekend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have I spoke too soon? (laughs) Now we're, Um, we're, yeah, now we have to. No, I do think I totally agree. This is like, this is so much fun to do. And like we, uh, it it did take a while to to get into this new groove and and of Mm -hmm. course like prioritizing health and in every sense of the word, like, Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, it's so important. So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Um, I know. It's so nice to get back into the swing of things, you know? Speaking of, Jess, it's the swing of things. It's oh. it's the tradition. It's what we do every week when we have a podcast. It's the celebrity quiz. Do you, do you need a refresher on the rules? <laughs> I think you should remind me. I would yeah. just like to let everyone know i am rusty it's it's a traumatic time okay my hair is falling out and i can't be held responsible if i don't know the answer but hit me with your best shot christopher okay i I, it's gonna go one way or another either it'll be easy or it's gonna be very hard okay all right so we'll give three hints then at the very end of the podcast you can ask three questions about the hints 
and then make three guesses on who this celebrity is. Okay. So, hint number one, uh, this person got their start as a journalist at a newspaper. Um, Number two, in many of the projects they have been involved with, they've worked with a lot of the same people. Like uh, a lot of repeat people they've worked with over and over again. Um, they recently signed a five-year development deal with Netflix that was worth $300 million. Well, there you go. The way you said mm-hmm. that sounded like you know who it is. Sorry, I'm actually just typing out the um, hints again. So they started out as a journalist. Yes. I just want to make sure I got this right. Two, they roll with like pretty well the same crew and all their projects. Yes. Like there's a lot of repeats. And three, what was that about Netflix? They had a, they just inked a deal. Yeah. $300 million deal. Okay. So. Okay. Think no about. No small deal. Okay. Perfect. All right. Great. Who started out as a journalist? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. All right. So let's take mm-hmm. our, our first break and mm-hmm. yeah, we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, I just love our like music and it just feels so good to be back. You know, little bops, bops from a simpler time. Our bops. <laughs> yeah. Um, Listen, so we were talking and we, because we don't only want to talk about the doom and gloom of the pandemic. No, and no. again, I would like to acknowledge that a lot of people are suffering right now. And this isn't by any means overlooking any of that suffering, like, and, or like trauma mm-hmm. and just general dissatisfaction. <laughs> Of people's lives, okay. However, there has been not good things. I, I'm really hesitant to say it in that way. Silver but lining. It's been there's been some upside to this. There always is, right? It's like when some things go up, other things go down, and vice versa. Yeah. Um. And so you were kind of saying that there were some things that it, that impressed you. Yeah. There's been a lot like of things. Like different companies and stuff, like during the pandemic. So why don't you Yeah, well, sure. Me. I have some I have some thoughts, some things that have really okay. stood out. Um, because, yeah, like you said, there has been, I mean, obviously overall this is just horrible and, and traumatic, but there's been some really unique things that I think we need to call out. Um, right. I've been watching more TV through this. I'll watch, you know, the, the news once a night and, and some other shows. Um, and so a lot of these shows are now like being produced remotely. Have you watched Saturday Night Live since they've been doing it from home? It's I, like I'm so impressed with it. <laughs> you know what? I have to say, I am also 
really impressed with just, and that's the only thing I can focus on watching it is like all the editing that must have taken yes. place for that to happen. It's yes. actually so cool to see. I'm more like entertained by that thinking about that than the actual content you know yeah. although i do love and jordan's gonna kill me for saying this but what's his name that does Ooh, Thompson. what's up with that <laughs> what's up with that what's up yeah i love that one i think it's so good jordan i believe said that he's a quote one trick pony whatever well he does play the same character a lot mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I've also been obsessed with a lot of the videos people are sharing on TikTok. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Jess, this is fucking killing me. I'm Kate. doing the dance, like shoulder, shoulder, up, down, wiggle the hips. But how is this? So I like had to investigate this for so long because Jordan, again, our friend Jordan kept sharing these effing clips of TikToks of... <laughs> Well, you share them too. Everyone shares these videos of fucking TikTok yes. with me. And Chris, like, I got a TikTok. I got a TikTok and I highly recommend everyone get a TikTok. It's the one thing that pulled me out of the like anxiety surrounding the pandemic. Like at, okay. at one point I just had to shut down all the news. I was like, nope. We're on lockdown. Nothing's going to change until they lift the lockdown. And when that happens, I will know about it through various sources. So until that happens, it's TikTok and Jersey Shore for me. <laughs> but why? Okay, but why are people dancing to like like what is what is the song though? <laughs> like it's a loop. You explained right, or did Jordan tell me this? They're like, Chris, it's not a song. It's a loop. As if I'm some idiot. I'm like, okay, like why? Like. Do people just dance to this now? Like, is that a song? Like, next year, that's, okay, what's going to happen? That's what TikTok does. Okay, well, I That's what know. the kids do now, and you know what? I'm so on board. I w- Listen, for every time these, like, younger generations make a new app, whatever, I'm on it. I'm like, mm-hmm. Because they know what's up, okay? (laughs) All the millennials joining TikTok now, I'm like, be gone. Like, welcome. But, like, you should have hopped on this train approximately 60 days ago. But, okay. So, like, next year, can like, I'm picturing the Grammys, literally. And it's, like, in the best, like, loop song goes to. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, some, like child who wrote this loop song is gonna go and collect their award what's going on so i should get tiktok it's because people create these little viral easy to do little thingy like dances tiktok dances and whatnot and then people add their own spin on them so at first it's just basic it's like these basic white chicks that do it and then everybody else and usually the basic white chicks have like stolen it from like some like poppin like actual dancer like like it's like the the renegade song do you know this one (sighs) you have a lot to learn anyways okay well so i'll get I was, actually, I said this in the previous episode, so we'll see. Check in next week to see if I actually got TikTok. TikTok? Um, I laugh out loud, Chris. Like, I actually LOL. Well, I'm, like, I'm sure I would. <laughs> like, laughing. But there's too many apps already. Like, I, I'm trying to stay off my phone because I'm staring at a screen, like, oh, literally please. all day. No, I am, though, and I get so Okay. Um, okay. The value of five minutes is something that impresses me a lot lately. 
Okay, mm-hmm. because like in between meetings at work, I don't know about you, but uh-huh. like normally you have to go to different rooms or like see different people. Yeah. It's shocking how much you can do in five minutes now. Like, you, yeah. you, like you can like send multiple emails. You can like change the load of laundry. Like there's so mm-hmm. much you can do. Um, mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, I also really like how for the most part, not all, um, okay. but a lot of different levels of governments are like cooperating and working together like i'm actually surprised at how fast in certain circumstances and in certain regions um, yes people are working together i have to you know what when we were kind of talking about talking about this segment this topic that was one of the things that came to mind because unfortunately for our american listeners i know that that's not the case down there right now and we're very lucky and i've just you know i before this pandemic happened i'm just gonna go ahead and say it i thought doug ford was a fucking idiot like i really just was i was very opposed to him of ontario yes which for our american listeners would be equivalent to like the governor um And he has really stepped up to the plate. I really can't, but it's kind of like you have to in this, in this scenario, but we've seen in the States, like you, you are like, even though you have to, a lot of people don't, but he's really, and you know, I've seen some press conferences that, you know, he holds a, a daily press conference and some reporters ask some divisive questions that really go back to like politics before the pandemic and he has just really dismissed them immediately like he's like nope now's not the time like we will talk about that later for right now like we're all canadians we're this and that i'm like interesting like it's still there's still problematic things but it's really nice to see for the most part the way that these governments because he's very right-wing at a provincial level and for those who who aren't aware our federal government is more left-leaning so very diabolical often you know these contentious issues arise and there's just there seems to just be a lot of like whining and arguing that i'm just like just fucking get something done yeah. anyway but but what i really yeah. like um there was a while ago where um our deputy prime minister mm-hmm. talked about how she has this like um a, like really good bond now with with doug ford who is our um the the uh, premier of Ontario, which I thought was really kind of interesting. So, like, conservative and liberal, um, one leaning to the left, the other to the right. So, I think that's kind of it's interesting to, to kind of like hear that come out. I don't know. Right. I was impressed with that, and of course, yeah. there's a lot more too. Like, there's like he's not the the best premier, but I, I do like how he's handling the situation and how governments mm-hmm. are coming together. Like mm-hmm. the city I live in, um, Ottawa, they've blocked off a lot of roads in like really uh-huh. busy areas, not so uh-huh. that people don't um, go on them, but so that people that are walking or biking can keep at least stay out there. But excuse me, they've turned them a, into like flex distance. streets, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and they acted really fast with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I've been really impressed with that, um, and people are listening too. Like, sure, there's people that mm-hmm. are being like shitheads and like you see it on like the news and stuff all the time but like for the most part people are listening they're obeying the rules they're social distancing and whatnot and i think like as a result like maybe we will get to to go out and 
go back to quote unquote normal sooner than than we expected. Right. Well, and, you know, I don't know if we've actually discussed this, but there's evidence that in Canada or in Ontario, at least maybe not in Ontario, in Canada, we are starting to flatten the curve and a number of provinces have completely eliminated all the cases from their province, like New Brunswick, I think PEI, Yukon, like there's, so it's really like, there's only certain problem areas like Ontario where you and I both live but that's like the heavily populated areas so um but truly like we are seeing a flattening of the curve and so everybody's efforts have really done what they had were intended to do and that was to flatten the curve so it's really nice to see that totally what else impresses you about this so experience learning how to actually be productive at home like i mm-hmm. used to hate working from home like mm-hmm. i would do it like if i if i needed to or if it just made sense but like i've been forced to like grow in that way um and it, it's cool like so i think in the future well i think i would be like it'd be like traumatizing to be like mm-hmm. thought of like working from home when i can actually go to the office like fuck <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, no um but like i could do it and i could do it successfully um so i think like that's an area for growth um but also too like we've talked about this so many times on the podcast um like i've like more than become comfortable being fully alone (laughs) like to the point where i'm like hey like uh, like i i'm good like with myself i'm happy like i'm I don't need anyone. Uh, but now it's like almost overkill. So, I mean, I was forced into this, but it's it's helped, I think, in a weird way. It's yeah, kinda, definitely. I definitely. I, full, I can appreciate that. And I think it also, for me, has just has demonstrated the importance of having a space that you love. Yes. Like creating your own sanctuary. Because you never really know when you're actually going to need to take refuge in your home. Like, no. from aside from, like, the day-to-day, like, okay, this is where I come to rest and this and that. And, to, and, and you know, it, it might be, like, a classist sort of, like, socioeconomic thing. But the ability to, like, buy beautiful things for your home and set it up the way that you want is, like, such a privilege. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's, I just feel, like, the responsibility to do that you know and and to really um lean into like pleasure at this time absolutely yeah pleasure and joy um would you like to hear what i yes have been impressed with yes i would love to tell me (laughs) well i know well i guess nothing really as concrete of as you had shared earlier about like snl and that sort of thing but i think it's just like I've been really impressed with a lot of, not a lot of companies, but just the companies who have truly gone above and beyond mm-hmm. other, like with, with, with regard for more than just their bottom line and actually doing the right thing. You know, like I've just heard some really interesting, I know that everyone's like kind of in, especially retailers are really in this like rat race to survive right now. But it's, I've just been really impressed with the way that people have adapted so quickly, you know, when it's kind of like a sink or swim situation where it's like, 
we need to figure something out. And, you know, restaurants in Toronto, I've read like this one restaurant went out of business because they had to close and they couldn't afford the $60,000 rent per month, which is what it costs to rent a place downtown Toronto every month. And I was like, that's insane. Like, there's no way you can make that up in takeout, you know, but there are restaurants who are like selling their who are becoming like little grocers Mm -hmm. and selling like the meat that they would normally be getting in and that sort of thing so it's just really interesting to see the way that people adapt um and it really is like it's very outdated term but like survival of the fittest and, and and fittest is not the right term but it's just like wow the people who are really like hustling right now it's kind of crazy to see what people are capable of you know and it's just and just the creativity of people on TikTok. I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. Like, I'm just so impressed with people. For, you the, know? for that business point too, Jess, I think it's such mm-hmm. a, I'm glad you brought that up because they're sure like this is affecting so many businesses in so many different ways, but like mm-hmm. there will be some really unique things that come out of mm-hmm. this. Like there's going to be like new revenue streams for so many businesses from yes. this because they were forced yeah. to get creative during this time which mm-hmm. i think would be really cool mm-hmm. um and i think too like um i know here in ottawa you talked about kind of like uh, a lot of restaurants doing uh like takeout there's a lot of yeah like higher end restaurants that never would offer things like that before um mm-hmm. but they're doing more stuff like that now and it's allowing i would say a wider range of people to experience their their food Yes. Um, it also allows like them to kind of try new things and new concepts too. Uh, like talking about the, the restaurant and like the menu they'd create. So mm-hmm. I think like, I don't know, like there, there is some cool stuff coming from that, but I don't know. Yes. I love it, that you brought it, that up. Yeah. It really just, I've just been really impressed with like humanity's overall tenacity, versatility, resourcefulness and grit and determination it's just kind of unbelievable to see some people really work their way through this and it's at the same time so heartbreaking to see some people who really give it their all and it's just not happening you know um but it's just it's it's like anything you know things are the way they are today because of things that happened before and i know that's such a like duh statement but for example like during the second world war they instituted um income tax and that's something that's just kind of commonplace now for us in canada right it's actually quite astronomical (laughs) um but and then it's like sort of the same thing as when 9-11 happened everybody kind of squawked at like what do you mean i have to take off my shoes and my belt and my this at the airport and now it's just like so commonplace like it's like okay this this is why we do this. We've yeah, learned yeah. from this experience. It'll be the same sort of thing with this. There will be like things that will fundamentally change the way that we live. And there will be these other sort of residual changes that are, I think are mainly born of people's creativity and just like the human spirit, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that these sort of massive shifts in humanity and like, it really demonstrates the best and the worst in people. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. I know that for sure there are people that I know who aren't taking this as seriously as I believe they should, or as 
all of our public health and medical experts believe they should. Um, Apparently these people are smarter than public health and medical experts. That's fine. Um, I'm just like, you're dumb, you know? I'm like, oh my God, I can't, you're one of those people. Okay, well, the more you know, you know, it's just really a, do interesting. Do you remember we talked about this in our last podcast and it's hard mm-hmm. to remember because of how long ago it was, but yeah, like mm-hmm. the, almost like, this is such a good, um, a good way to kind of read and see like who the, who the good ones are for lack of yeah. better words. <laughs> yeah. From yeah. from it from a, yeah. a dating or, or vetting standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, it's so yeah, so interesting. Certainly, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely had dudes reach out saying like, "Do you want to hang out?" I'm like, "Are you?" Oh my god, I, Tag I mean, pre pan pre pandemic, no. Now that this is happening, absolutely not. You're right. I should tag them and drag them. Yeah. Why not? Nothing left to lose except <laughs> <laughs> the obvious. Um, but yeah, no, I just think it's like super cool the way that um, like some people are reacting to this. It's actually really interesting just to see like, and I feel that, that these sorts of things reinforce that idea of urgency and fragility around life and just like this could really all be gone and at any moment or we could all be quarantined for a year at any moment really you know all it took was a week for this all to really happen um and it's just really interesting to see what will come out of it um yes I myself belong to like a cooking club, Zoom like baking clubs where chefs are like teaching. We have one of my cousin's like good friends is like this French classically trained chef and he's offering like Zoom classes twice a week. He gives us an ingredients list. Everybody tunes in and he like teaches you to cook as you're all cooking with him. It's like really, That's I'm amazing. like, this is so, this is so cool. You know, things like this where I'm like, whoa, this is really like a cool thing because we none of us would have done this before no if we had the no, option no. to do it yeah. that's what i mean like there's a lot of horrible things that are coming out of this don't get me wrong but this is like okay that's kind of cool i definitely see all my friends and family way more than i ever saw them before yes <laughs> via facetime <laughs> and like zoom and and whatever but yeah no. I don't know. And I think it'll, it's also really interesting. Sorry, I'm like rambling on. No, no, no. I was just going to say I agree with you. It's also really interesting to see the people that are uh, putting their hand out for mm. others. Yes. Because there's a lot of people who are in a position to do that who aren't. And it's kind of like, I'll remember that. And companies, too, where I'm like, what are you doing to help this situation? Yes. Um, and it's really nice to see like this is one of those divisive issues where you're like oh you know like oh right you're dumb or you're selfish or you're greedy or this when you know that there are things that people could be doing again this is just me being judgmental no <laughs> i'm gonna it's have to come so on next week though, and apologize no. for this but you know there's these companies that are like for every one of these that you buy, we'll donate 5% of the proceeds to like a frontline worker. I'm like, so you mean I have to buy something from you to do that? Like, huh? Like it's just, there's, and there's some that are like legitimate, you know, it's just like, I see stores on Etsy doing stuff like that, you know, where I'm like, that's wholesome and sweet. But then when you see something like 
I don't know. There's just other companies where it just kind of makes you go like, ugh, like this isn't the time for you to be profiting off of this. Like, so I, cringe. I, yeah, it's super cringe. And I know that people are trying to stay afloat. I really get that. So I'm, I really should have been equipped with an example. But no, but like pick. Like just there's a, there's good ways of doing it and there's horrible ways of doing it. There's yes. um I was watching the news as this is something I've really started to do a lot more since this. Um and there's like an ad from like a local real estate agent. I forget their name. I wish I knew their name right now. Um but they were like this is a like message to like all the frontline workers in like the um it was the Toronto area. I was watching Toronto News. And um they're like, my thoughts are with you at this time as you take care of our front line. And then it's like, in the next breath, they're like, and for like the best like home, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like for a consultation or whatever. Yeah, like, something or other like call yeah. blah, 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 blah. It's like, what? Like, yes. I, it was just so tone yes. deaf. Like, just. Yes. That's exactly the term more, I was going is more. to say. Oh yeah. So many tone deaf things that you're like ooh, now like too soon or just not appropriate at all and there's such a fine line between like if you support us we'll support these other people especially when this was those like mega corporations like amazon and whatnot who are like firing the whistle it's just like Oof. how do you it's anyways but yeah there are the companies that i know that are doing good for the planet for their people for their people like their employees for their customers for their stakeholders i'm like those are the the ones that i'm really trying to like support at this time yeah you yeah, know totally but Jess, i'll come I have equipped one... with a dragged list for next week <laughs> perfect <laughs> i have one more uh person that i need to uh call out that Please. i just think was so great uh is chris hadfield (laughs) he is a canadian astronaut Mm -hmm. uh for those of you who are unaware and so you know how there was that at home concert um it was like a global thing with artists from around the world then there was a canadian only one the -hmm. following week or two weeks after i don't know how long it was um but there were a lot of uh canadian artists performing on it and some canadian I guess celebrities and Chris Hadfield. He, I, I was trying to find the clip, but I couldn't find the clip. He said something really cool. He talked a lot about like being like in the space station or in a spacecraft, and like that's a confined space, and you're in there for a long period of time, and you're you're isolated, you're you're alone. Um, but he kept talking. I believe he was using the term uh, like land day, like on the day that basically you come back to, to Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he kept talking about he's like, what will landing day look like for you? Um, and I was just I, I like stuck to it. And I'm like, this is such a cool message. Um, and he kind of talked about like, we're all in this. We're all confined but we're going to land and it's going to be so amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and, and you kind of brought this up earlier. Like mm-hmm. he, he was basically saying like, what can you do during this time so that when landing day comes, like you're going to come out of this like stronger than, than ever. Um, mm-hmm. And that looks different. Like it's, it's, right. it's doing little things. Like maybe it's, it's learning something small. Like he, mm-hmm. he gave the example, like learn like a course on like a, just like a basic song on a piano like something that you couldn't do before that mm-hmm. when you come out of it it's like there's something that you can take from it mm-hmm. um and i love that so what does landing mm-hmm. day look like for 
for all of you. Yeah, just love it. I love it too. And that, and that actually ties in really nicely with, I I can't remember if we talked about this on the last episode, but, um, I read a couple years ago, I read, uh, a man's search for meaning by Viktor Frankl, who was a psychologist and also survived a Holocaust survivor. And he wrote this book just quickly about, um, what set people apart from being able to kind of survive the Holocaust? Like, what was it in them that allowed them to endure that and then not only survive, but like thrive afterwards? So he looks at it from kind of like his own emotional mm. experience, but also from a scientific point of view and like, you know, from being a trained psychologist. It's wow. very interesting to see the way that he blends those two sort of perspectives together. But essentially, I, and I highly recommend this book for everybody because, again, it blends like science and like emotional um, sort of experience together. But his his thing really is like the people who hang on to hope um, are the ones who survive when it's within their means you know like you can't really help if you get shot for example like that's but um hope is like a really important thing and he was saying uh, in particular a story like a man who was starving and this and that and he had a dream or a vision or something that he the camp would be liberated on that day and that day came and he and they weren't liberated and he kind of lost all hope and like died the next day sort of like something devastating like yeah, that yeah, yeah. just in that ha- hanging on to that like oh yeah this is actually all going to be okay and like planning landing day i love it like it's that same sort of idea that's yeah. so great maybe we should discuss what landing day will look like <laughs> for us uh, next week that'd be fun I want to know, you know what, while we're at it, let's do this. If you have any ideas on what landing day will look like for you, mm-hmm. tweet at us at NowServingPC, mm-hmm. at Chris Craigman, at Trey Posh, or better yet, send us an audio clip uh, and we'll play it. Do that. That'd be fun. I w- that'd be so cool if we could get a lot of like stories on what people think landing day will be like for them. Gorgeous. I, I love this. Um, can't wait. Okay, I also can't wait for you to try to guess the celebrity quiz. I'm. I, I don't know. This is so interesting. Uh huh. Okay, let's take a break and then we'll we'll do this. All right. Okay. <laughs> let's right do back. it. Have an idea for a topic? Thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz, or just have some feedback for us? We want to hear from you. You can interact with us on Twitter at NowServingPC, PC standing for podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Trey Posh. We love hearing from you, and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast. All right. I'm so excited for this. (laughs) Will you get the celebrity clips? Okay, I'll repeat the hints here again. So this person got their start as a journalist at a newspaper. Uh Uh Um, uh, And many of the projects they've worked on, a lot of the same people have been involved. Okay. Um, And they recently signed a five-year development deal with Netflix worth $300 million. Okay. So crazy. 
Mm-hmm. So you can ask three questions of these hints and then pick three guesses. Um, okay. Um, well, I think I know who it is. So I would like to take my first guess. Guess. Okay. And actually, the only reason I think that I know who it is is because earlier today I saw Jordan tweet about a new show he was watching and I was like, oh, I haven't heard of this or watched this or whatever. Um, and then I like was Googling it and learning about it and I was like, oh, interesting. Um, I would like to put forth my first guess. Is it Ryan Murphy? Hmm. Let me see if that is correct. And <laughs> so it is. I love that loop. I love that loop. Honestly, it's so relaxing. And I see this online where people are like, "Is it just me, or is this like in your head all day and like so relaxing?" I'm like, it's it's the song of the year. It's going to win yeah. <laughs> all of the Grammys next year. <laughs> I literally can't wait. There's going to be some like beautiful new album, but no, this will win all the awards. <laughs> the song that gets us through the pandemic. <laughs> I love it. I, it totally will. I'm doing the dance. Beep, boop, boop. Beep, boop, boop. Oh is it Ryan Murphy? Was I right? Yeah, it is. Sorry. Yes, that's correct. Yes. yes. Okay. And yeah. the show that Jordan was tweeting about um, was Hollywood. And yeah. I was like, what is this? And so I Googled it. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have known this. And that's when I read all this stuff about Netflix. But I heard it's not getting good criticism. Like, hey, the critics are not liking it. I feel like that happens with a lot of his stuff. So he did Glee, yeah. then American mm-hmm. Horror Story, which is... Mm-hmm. One of my favorite, mm-hmm. if not my favorite mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. He did The Politician. Did you watch The Politician on Netflix? I didn't. Oh, no. Okay. I, no. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. He I also did Nip Tuck, I yes. believe. And what's that other one that um, Julia Roberts' uh, niece was in? God, Emma Roberts. What's um, wasn't she in uh, Scream Queens, I think. Oh, did he do that? Maybe he... Yeah, yeah. I think you're right, actually. Yeah. And she's been in a lot of American Horror Story episodes, too. Or seasons. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah. Congratulations, Jess. I want to watch that show. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll binge watch it before mm-hmm. uh, our next Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, he also directed the uh, movie The Normal Heart, which is available on Crave in Canada or I believe HBO Go in the States. And it's about the HIV crisis in uh, the States when it first happened, like in the gay community in like the early 80s. Um, And I really, it's interesting. I had watched that recently, like in the last year. It is fantastic. The guy is so hot, first of all, but it's a fantastic movie. Actually, Julia Roberts is in that movie. Really? She's the doctor, but um, it's it's really interesting to see the way that this because that was also like the health crisis of that time, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. AIDS was like a huge thing, yeah. um, and it's just very 
it's interesting to see the similarities, the parallels, and then the things that are different now. It's it's very interesting. I recommend that everybody watch that movie. It was fantastic. Okay, maybe I'll watch that then. So much TV to watch. And the watch. guy is so hot. I Let me find out who, who is. he is. <laughs> the normal, is it, or is it the normal heart? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, God, sorry, I'm not really. No, that's why I, like, we all need to know. Everyone's sitting in their different seats. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, nobody else has anything to do. I feel like it. I wonder if it's, um, so, Matt Bomer, like Mark oh, Ruffalo okay. yeah, is the yeah, main yeah. one. Yeah. Matt Bomer. So Matt Bomer's been in some Oof. of his other stuff too. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Caliente. It's Cinco de Mayo today, so let me just. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's hot, man. And him and Mark Ruffalo. Oh, Chris, you have to watch it. It's very yeah, I'll good. Watch it. I'll it's like an it. essential, it's like required watching for like gay history, essentially. Okay. Everybody needs to watch it. I, I do need to watch it so you don't come take my card away. You've threatened to Honestly, remove it so many times. <laughs> you're walking on thin, thin ice, my friend. No. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't remove it from my wallet until the quarantine starts. <laughs> 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 oh jesus schedule well, an appointment <laughs> will do sis okay just kidding um listen oh look at that we've been blabbing we've just been having so much fun time flies when you haven't recorded in six weeks um and look at that our cup has runneth over with tea it's all gone. That's all the tea that we have for this week. Please join us again next week where we will undoubtedly be sharing more Corona tea um, <laughs> and talking about, you know, how the pandemic is, whatever. Honestly, I screw this up every time. I'm. It's so witty in my head. And then the execution is just like, I think it's there. good. Jess, I think it's fine. Thank you. I think it's it's perfect, especially during this this pandemic time. I don't know what I'm saying. Thank you. Send us your clips, everyone. Please send us clips of how you're you're dealing with the pandemic. That's what I want from this. What? I thought we said clips for something else. Okay, clips for that, and then clips for what your landing day will look like. Oh yeah, your landing day. Tell us. Ooh, and send us your your TikToks. I I love TikTok. Okay. Can we play the thing again? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, can they just make like an actual banger? Like a summertime jam? (laughs) Oh my god. Well, thanks for joining everyone. (laughs) We'll see you next week. We want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe.